Hey guys, so welcome to the 8th episode, season 3 of the Teen Whisperer Show, where we get to hear the stories and experiences of podcasters and what are the problems that they are facing and how to overcome it. Today, we have a guest who I actually got to know through Instagram when she liked my post. And when I went out to her profile, I was like, she's the next perfect guest in my podcast. Well, she's a freelance copywriter right now, but she has done various jobs in the past, which I will dig about later in this podcast. Uh, she is the host of the show, What's It Like with Luz? She actually got some really amazing guests from uh, entrepreneurs to business people. She has done over 30 episodes of as of yesterday as I've seen her. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Lucy Carol Norris. I'm sorry, I actually said your full name. Uh, Lucy, welcome That's to the okay. show. <laughs> Please tell a little bit about yourself and your podcasting career. Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate you asking me. That was really nice of you. Um, so yeah, as you said, I'm a podcast host, um, a journalist by profession, and at the moment, a freelance copywriter. So um, I wear a few different hats. But yeah, um, my podcast is What It's Like with Luce, um, an interview show highlighting ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Yeah, actually, and I kind of had that because it's really nice. The tagline is really nice, I have to say. And what is actually uh, inspired you to do this podcast? Because I know you have been doing this for like six months, I think. So January, you have started this podcast as I have uh, researched. So what actually inspired you to do the podcast? Yeah, so um, I've been asked this question before and I, I'm not sure if there's, you know, a pivotal moment or a moment when it, it all came to me. But um, so basically a few months before lockdown, I was um, I was working in a nine to five job and my commute to that job was two hours each way. So four hours a day, I was sitting on public transport and um, I was just getting really bored of my music. Like I love music, but you know, when you just get to the end of the playlist, you've listened to them so much and I just couldn't listen to them anymore. So I knew podcasts existed or existed, sorry, but I, um, I'd never really delved into that that world or explored them at all. So um, yeah, one morning I just decided to swap over to podcasts and fell in love with them immediately. I think the power of, of listening to someone have a conversation um, is so underestimated. It's so inspiring and motivating to hear in a very casual um, colloquial, colloquial way how some of the world's biggest entrepreneurs or biggest celebrities or whatever live their lives and how they got to where they were so that really inspired me um, and yeah I was just listening to them every day on the bus on the train and as I am a journalist I knew that I did have the skills to produce something like that if I wanted to I was trained in you know um, radio production so I guess I was just one day listening to them going, why can't I do this? You know, I'm, I, I don't want to work in the corporate world anymore. Um, I'm a bit sick of the monotony of the job that I was doing. It was, it was fun. It was a really great experience as a first job out of college, but I knew that I wasn't going to be there forever. Um, so I just thought, you know, what, I'm going to start this. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And um, let's see where it takes me really. Wow, wow, that's great. And you know, you were saying that you were a journalist. So that's usually very really interesting because when you're a journalist, you are obviously asked questions to, you know, big guys like, you know, politicians and stuff. Do you actually have the same kind of, you know, um, how to say the technique of asking questions in your podcast or is it kind of a different stuff? That's a good question. Um, so I think in my previous journalistic experience, I've done a lot of lifestyle 
lifestyle work or soft journalism as we call it. So travel, you know, um, I was heavily involved in fashion journalism for a while. So my style has evolved to be pretty relaxed and chill um, anyways from the get-go. that Those were just my interests. I'm very interested in the entertainment world and all that kind of thing um, because I wanted to do musical theatre as a, as a child and as a teenager. That was my first choice for university. So that world has always been my happy place, I guess. So with that, it comes more of a relaxed approach to questioning. And at the end of the day, I'm not, you know, Journalists sometimes have a bit of a bad reputation for trying to catch you out and trip you out and make you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, there is an element where they have to, to have that approach when it comes to politicians and things like that, because people want to see them, you know, be put on the hot seat for the decisions that they make. And I understand that. But um, when I ask people on to talk to me and the mission of what I'm trying to do is not to bring on people and make them look stupid and, you know, scream at them for slipping up on one little word. I'm bringing them on to have a conversation about their life because something that I've seen in what they've done has inspired me to make a change in my life or to do something differently, or I'm just genuinely intrigued. So when I'm, I, I prepare, you know, like we always, we all prepare, I guess, as podcasters, you do your research so that you know who the person is sitting in front of you, but I don't really write out, um, long lists of questions. I don't submit questions to the person beforehand or anything because I want it to be a genuine chat. And I feel like even in journalistic work, if I'm doing more serious pieces, if you can make the person feel comfortable, chilled out, you know, like they're having a chat with a friend, whether you're trying to get a secret piece of information or whatever, you're more likely to get it that way than than through screaming at them, you know? So, and and I'm not saying that because I'm ever trying to get juicy gossip. (laughs) That's not what I mean, but you know what I mean? Like you want people to have a nice experience when they come on. So my approach to questioning is just to have a conversation. Everyone is a person just like you, whether or not they're a massive celebrity or your, your friend, you know, from school, everyone is just a human being. They've given up their time to have a chat with you and tell their life story. So my, my questions are not, they're more just feeders to to get the conversation rolling and to move on to the next segment of the conversation rather than firing bullets at people, you know, um, trying, to, trying to get them to trip up. So yeah, I'd say through journalism and through the types of journalism that I've done and just my approach to things in general, it's, it's pretty relaxed and chill and, and it would be the same. But having said that, I do think you do have to harden up a little bit in certain situations. Yeah, and you know, just don't take this as in your negative sense. But uh, uh, was there anyone afraid that you know you are a journalist and you are a podcaster as well? When someone came on your podcast, that oh my god, I mean, like I'm not you know saying in a biased situation, but sometimes people you know in my side, people always say that you know journalists kind of ask questions that um, I don't know something that instigates them, you know, something that instigates the guest, and you know, like you said, you know taking the little secret out of them in a calm way. It's good, but in some ways that's not. So was there anyone was afraid to, you know, come on to your show, like, you know, saying that, oh my God, what's going to ask me? I mean, even though it's a podcast, still people will ask some personal questions like, uh, you know, how did you get onto the show and all that stuff. So was there anything like that? Um, not that I'm aware of. No one has said it to me. <laughs> um, I, I think that's, that's good. That's good. If, if no, it's yeah. not deliberately said, means it's good. Yeah. Like I, I've, I have had really good, feedback from guests saying that they've enjoyed themselves chatting to me and that that's all I want at the end of the day you know I want everyone to be happy in the situation um I could understand why speaking to 
a journalist could be potentially a bit more scary than just, you know, a kid that wanted to start a podcast. But um, I'm not sure if, if people, unless you did your research on me, I don't know, I, I can't remember now if I've put it in my bio of my podcast that I am a journalist. I'm not sure if people even know um, when they when they talk to me, but um, I was actually interviewing a Indian DJ the other day, um, DJ uh, Sartek. Um, he he's like an incredible guy he's um done so much for for DJing in India um and he said to me at the end he was like oh wow this this was really fun you know it felt like I was talking to my friend and not a really scary professional journalist and I was like yeah because Indians amazing. we know how, how, it, how it feels we know talking to a journalist we know how, how it feels so yeah I can feel him when he said that yeah, so wow. that that was a nice nice to hear because I don't want anyone to I don't want to make anyone ever feel like that especially since they're giving up their time to, to talk to me and to to as much as podcasting is a two-way street you offer them a platform to promote whatever they want to promote and they can use it as marketing material. They're also giving you that content too and especially since my show is an interview show without the interviewee I wouldn't have a show. So, um, you know, but also having said that like I'm, I'm never afraid to ask a question that I want to ask you know I'll say you know I'll phrase it in a way where it's not offensive or anything like that but I'm not going to always make every interview just a PR yeah, stunt yeah, yeah. you know yeah like if I have a question that I want to ask or if something controversial has come up in their life I'll ask them and if they don't want to answer they just have to say I don't want to answer it it's cool you know um yeah so yeah well. Yeah, I think I think that things were really because you know after six months of being podcast, you must have some things in mind that you know uh, if I could go back and correct those mistakes, there there will be some kind of list of things that I I shouldn't do, I shouldn't have done because obviously there are many people who put up in their YouTube videos that uh, I wish I knew this if I was twenty, I wish I knew this if I was thirty, something like that. So is there anything like you know mistakes that you went through that you think that you know if I couldn't have done this, I could have you know get more listeners or get more stuff like that? Is there anything mistakes that you wish that you know you could have changed um I think luckily I did know what I was getting myself into before I started because I have had that training in radio um, production on both sides of the fence in the production and in the hosting side as well um, I did know what I was getting myself into so I had that prior experience where I made my mistakes in college um, so I don't think there's there's too many major things I could say you know oh I wish I didn't do that yet anyway you know for me like six months is it's still pretty new you know I don't like ask me in a year and I might have more but um sometimes you know I'm definitely more on the better and more on the hosting side than on the production side so it's just where my interests lie so there's been some episodes um like the first episode that I did, I recorded in a hotel lobby. So there's a lot of background noise, which I half knew I shouldn't have done at the time, but I was accommodating um, what the guests wanted. And I didn't, you know, he would have been flexible to move, but I just didn't, I was too nervous, I guess, to make demands. So um, I didn't change that location and I probably should have. Um, yeah, like there's maybe some things... I could I could always brush up on my production skills always, but I just it's not where my interests are. I don't like editing. Um, editing is the worst part for me. <laughs> I like chatting. I like talking to the people. I like researching them and finding out things about their life. Like the, the actual production side is just like a byproduct of what you have to do to to get it out there. But it's not what I enjoy. So 
yeah, there's definitely probably things I could have brushed up on and done better at um, in that sense, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, because, you know, you as you were saying that, you know, the guests that you were getting onto your show, it's like, I don't know, I mean, like, different sorts of things that you you know guest is like really unique because every single time when i you know look at your post it's like one time i was like a startup entrepreneur another time it was like uh, you know a model someone like that so how do you actually you know figure out that this person is an ideal guest for me because it's like a client you know because uh, if that person doesn't set you or why you know if i'm talking right now when you are like uh, when this when this when this, this podcast get over i mean if you feel like that then definitely i can see it in your face itself obviously it's yeah. going to i mean i don't know right now because i'm not that much of a predictor but still i'm saying it's going so, well it's going well <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> so how do you actually you know um get not not i should get them to your know, podcast but how do you actually know that this is the person is the right guest for us because an hour long for even a half and a half it's spending time it's really great so how do you actually know that this was the perfect guest for us yeah that that's a really interesting question um I think at the end of the day, you know, because there is that thing where there's a million pod I don't know the the exact number, but there's a lot of podcasts out there, especially since quarantine hit. Um it's become a bit of like a trending thing to have a podcast. Um and so I think what makes each podcast unique and the starting point for all of it is the person behind the production, you know, um and the host and that's that's what separates each podcast from each other it's the host and how they choose to do things and the style and all that kind of thing so honestly not not in a in a terrible way but i don't i don't really think of say the audience when i'm choosing a guest um i think of myself not in a selfish way but i i pick people that i want to know more about and i think um in doing that it creates an authenticity and a genuine interest that then translates into a, a good interview you know if you're genuinely interested in knowing about this person then you're going to ask better questions you're going to have a conversation with them you're going to be engaged you know because um if you just choose someone i don't know say like you could play the instagram game say and like always reach out to people with huge amounts of followings or things like that you have no interest in them you don't care but you only want to use them for for their cloud whatever I don't see the point in doing that because at the end of the day yes they can share something but if you haven't produced a good episode or something that's worth listening to then you know Justin Bieber could share it and you'd probably get a boost in your numbers but it wouldn't be anyone that would stay or come back for more because they can hear in your voice um like voices are a lot more deceptive than faces i think sometimes um so people forget that you know like you can hear the truth in someone's voice and and so yeah from that that perspective i choose who i genuinely want to know more about sometimes there'll there'll be people that i come across on on instagram or or sometimes i'll just be people that i come across and what watching a youtube video and i came across some random documentary and someone was in it and i was like oh i want to i want to know this about this person that that the interviewee interviewer didn't ask in the documentary i'm going to reach out to them so that i can ask that question you know it's it's that kind of that kind of a process there isn't really uh you know i've looked at my listener demographics and i think okay this person will appeal to this because these numbers and like it's really not that planned out or strategic it's like this person looks cool i want to talk to them how can i do it 
Yeah, I think it's good because you know if you are selecting someone that's comfortable with you, so that you can actually you know create a better episode of that instead of you know what your audience want. Because obviously, what your audience want is something that's actually you know nice to hear and informative to hear. So these are two 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 things I think. So you know, mostly people want, and you know, it's making me guilty because when when I was actually starting out, you know, on uh, around I think so December or September, I think so I was starting my podcast, and uh, I just put out some episodes like you know just recorded in my really really old mo- mobile, and I was just recording and putting out stuff. And how actually I got uh, uh, guest was I go to Instagram, I go to put hashtag entrepreneur, I put. I just DM'd every single person who was, you know, on the recent app. Every single one. I it doesn't matter who, how many likes they have, how many followers they have. I just DM'd everyone. I just, you know, wanted to get starting out. I think so. Maybe not. Didn't care about, you know, the audience and stuff. Just wanted to know how it actually feels when you're talking to someone. And it's actually, I mean, like, what's your thoughts on people spending their time without, you know, uh, giving any sort of monetary, you know, returns or that? Because it's really because you're spending. half an hour or one hour of your time you know giving me content giving yourself content so without any monetary charges without any money involved in it so what do you feel do you think do you think it will last do you think podcasting will last like this without any you know monetary returns yeah so um the, yeah so the money thing is interesting for me because um as a journalist i think it's no secret that like until you're reading the news on tv you get paid practically nothing <laughs> so um <laughs> i think in terms of monetary return yes i have not paid any of my my guests to come on um but i know that it's my my show and and you know something that i wanted to do but i i'm also not being paid as a host either and I think more of my time goes into it than theirs and I know that that um as I said you need them to create the content and things but in terms of a a playing field I guess um I wrote a blog post on this on my website the other day um reasons why podcasting is great for business and I think what more people will soon start to realize and figure out is that actually yes you're not getting a monetary return for giving up that hour of your time to speak to me but you're getting unlimited marketing avenues that you can use again you know so you're getting a platform to share your vision and your idea without any of the pr bs i'm not going to swear in your podcast but you know what i mean like <laughs> you know you you have the chance to sit there and have a genuine chat and you know there's a lot of um talk flying around these days about personal branding thanks to the likes of um like Stephen Bartlett, Gary Vee, all of that kind of thing the personal brand is everything people buy into people not things um and i think podcasting is the way to build your personal brand because you can go and you can talk to a million news outlets you'll get 5 minutes on there um sometimes you'll have to pay to go on there because they have a bigger platform you know um and you get 5 minutes where an interviewer is firing questions at you usually they probably don't really care who you are or what you're doing it's their news segment they've got this one to do in 20 minutes and they got another one to do you know a podcaster is giving you their undivided attention to get the best out of you for the best content you know and then so you can you can get across your message to a whole new diverse group of people that might not have been in your marketing pool before you can have a chat you can show people that you're not some in terms of entrepreneurs not some scary hard person in a suit and a briefcase you know you're a human and you just have this idea that you're so passionate about and i think podcasting gives people the opportunity to get that passion across without 
making sure you get these five buzzwords in so that you get picked up by this whatever um, and you have an hour you rarely rarely get that segment in traditional traditional media um, so I do think there's a lot of return for the the person coming on as well um, and and then you have this this hour-long interview that you can repurpose for everything you can put it on your website you can share it you know if you're not into media or you're not into to having to to do that to promote your business get on a podcast have an hour-long chat get everything out that you want to say and anytime any media outlets reach out to you you send them the podcast and say whatever you want to know about me and my brand is in this use quotes do whatever I don't want to talk to you you know you have that platform to use again and again so I actually think you get a hell of a lot more return in invested time um, than you would if, if I paid you I don't know what, 100 euros to come and sit and talk to me. And as well, that's so ingenuine. I think if you have to be paid to talk to me, then we're not going to have a good chat, you know, because you don't really yeah. want to be here. You just are here because I'm offering you money. Um, well, so I think it, it doesn't really work from that side. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? It doesn't work from that side either. If you don't have a, a vested interest in being a part of this, then it's not going to be a good collaboration, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can do it totally because, you know, I've spent with people because there was this podcaster that I was, you know, recording with and he actually, you know, charges for his services. He actually, you know, does podcasting and, uh, you know, podcast services like editing and recording and all the stuff. And he literally charges like $2,500 for his premium service. And uh, he's actually a really great guy. And actually, you know, through podcasting, I actually got a job from him itself. He said that, you know, I don't know. I actually, uh, I couldn't hire any more guys. So I am a video editing guy. So he said that, could you edit, edit this for me? And he said, he gave me, and he paid me $100. And how good he was is that I actually, I really suck at pricing. I have no idea how to do pricing and stuff for my services. I said, you know, okay, I, I will charge $40. And he said, you're charging really less. I'll give you, I'll give you $100 do this and we would uh, have this as a test run and before this i'm like i was seriously astonished astonished who would anyone pay extra for a charge that you actually you know said less who would anyone yeah, say extra so, so nice. and I, I was really amazed so yeah i think it's really great podcasting is like this i hope <laughs> it ends like this so, and uh, you know just one thing is that uh, i as i said i went through linkedin account not, not in a stocky way like you know podcast research <laughs> stuff i do that as well don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, podcast research stuff so you worked in many places as i've asked before so what is that thing actually you learned you know relating to humans like because i went through a lot of people in my life uh, like you know i don't you know in my i actually studied in five different schools uh, in until my 12th grade and uh, ug and under, undergraduate and postgraduate i'm doing right now in different colleges so i have literally met like thousands or 2000 people i think so but some people remember me i don't remember them some i remember they don't remember me so I've learned a lot, like how to deal with people and all the stuff. So what is something that you actually dealt with, you know, in the workplace stuff, because you work many places. So isn't anything like specific, like, you know, do this and do that, do's and don'ts, leading to human related stuff. Is there anything like that? Ooh, um, that's a hard one. Uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. really like I, think, <laughs> I just do. Um, I, I think for me, respect is massive if you want to get on with anyone or anything in life you need to respect the position that the other person is coming from always um whether you agree with you know how they live their life what they're doing whatever 
you need to show them the respect that, that you want them to show you. Um, so I think in a workplace, so my workplaces have been so different because I think there's nowhere on the planet like a newsroom. There's almost like a newsroom etiquette. It's crazy. Like it's very informal. Everyone is screaming at everyone. It's chaos all the time. Then I was working in fashion showrooms, which were a bit the same, but then there was a bit more of, you know, the stereotypical fashion drama bits that went into that too. Um, and then when I worked in like a really, really corporate, very run of the mill, um, high pressure office, I was really nervous because I was so used to the relaxed colloquial environment where you're just a bunch of creatives running around all the time and there's no real rules. Um, so I remember being really, really nervous. <laughs> and yeah, I'm actually, initially, I'm actually quite a shy person. I'm not super extroverted when you first that's that's so doubtful i think so (laughs) (laughs) no but i actually am so like i I was really nervous going into that job but i just think if you carry that mantra that show the respect that you want to be given people will never take you up the wrong way you know and approach every situation with an open mind because you never ever ever know what that person is going through behind closed doors you know if they're horrible to you on one day rather than taking the attitude of oh writing that person off, they were so nasty to me, you know, today, and I'm not cool with that. Rather approach the situation for you as well, so that you don't carry around all this anger for people. Um, Maybe something terrible happened to them in their personal life that you don't know about, and they just weren't able to deal with today, you know, and, and write, write it off as that rather than the other thing and try again tomorrow, you know, or also just just stay away from people that you don't get a good vibe from in the first place and then you won't even have an altercation <laughs> um but it's yeah, hard to know it's hard, uh, it hard, hard to know, yeah. it's hard to know yeah. yeah yeah and and I think for me so I like you I I've moved around quite a lot I used to live in Africa as a kid and um, I went to college in the UK when I'm from from Ireland so I've also you know been around a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds walks of life everything um, and so I think if you just approach everyone on that neutral thing of you never know what they're going through, so give everyone a chance and respect whether they give it back to you or not, you carry yourself showing that respect and then no one can ever take you up wrong, I think. I don't know. That's just how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's great. And, you know, just just a curious question. It's not about any new podcast and stuff, but uh, I actually watch a lot of Hollywood movies. And uh, you said that you you moved around a lot. So I've seen many movies that when, you know, kids move around a lot, they get bullied in different schools as new kid and all stuff. Is it actually true in real life as well? Because I don't know, because after seeing Hollywood, you know, literally Hollywood romance and stuff, I really get jealous of sitting in India right now. So I mean, like, I don't know why I'm actually still here when I can also do like, you know, talk like stuff and all that stuff, all those things that in a good way, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, is it actually true? You know, the you know when kids move around, you know, new school bullying. Is it actually true and all that stuff? Um, I think it really depends on your situation. Like, I definitely like Hollywood movies. I, I wouldn't base life <laughs> off of because <laughs> <laughs> knowing what and you you would know as well. Knowing the amount of editing that goes into TV and yeah. things like nothing is is real. Um, but. Yeah, I think so. I moved when I was 15, um, mm-hmm. which is a pretty hard age to move anyways. You're in those like awkward teenage phases, yeah. <laughs> like the world's against you and stuff. So, um, But 
yeah, I think, well, I, I didn't experience bullying or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I experienced periods of, um, I guess, finding my feet or it taking me a bit longer to find my feet. But um, I kind of, I'm an observer when I enter new situations, I guess. I kind of sit back and see what the vibe is, <laughs> what's going on before I, before I jump in. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it depends on you as a person. It depends on how you receive the situation initially. If you're, um, <clears throat> sorry, if you're open to, to letting, you know, the experience take whatever form it's going to, or if you're very closed off and negative about the situation, which might not be your fault. It doesn't, it, it depends on, you know, if you're being operated and you don't want to be, that's not your fault. You're a kid. You can't do anything about it. Um, but yeah, if you approach it with an open mind, then mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of dictate the the terms of it. And I'm, I'm fortunate that I've never experienced, you know, harsh bullying or anything like that. I went to an all girls school. We've all had the little, you know, bitchy uh, comments or whatever <laughs> that that comes with the territory. But um, yeah, I think I, I'm also just able to think from a position of if you don't like me, that's cool. No one has to like everyone, you know. I just you're never going to be everyone's cup of tea. I think so. You yeah. just do you, and you'll be good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sorry, I'm actually asking too much of personal questions. It's just that you know, I'm. kind of uh you know guy who actually believes that a person's background plays a really really major role about what they're doing right now because i'm kind of guy who's like do everything and regret nothing because yeah, whatever that. yeah whatever i've done you know in the past whether it's good or bad it's actually got me here what i'm doing right now whatever it is that it's actually got me here so yeah i mean like it's not like i'm interested in people's past but what actually you know motivates them what motivated them in order to you know get here and you know do all the stuff that they're doing right now so yeah i think because you know you are like taking a pass right now and i must think oh my god how, how, how could you ask this question i mean i thought you were thinking that but uh, you know no not that. at all <laughs> listen you know we spoke about it already you know like i feel like the whole interview being like i'm a journalist but literally <laughs> being a journalist like you can ask me any question you want and i will figure out an answer for you so don't be afraid ah, ask me anyone <laughs> that's that you are challenging me right now oh my god i i am i am i know how to spin it <laughs> oh that's great that's great so you know this this one technical question i want to ask you is that um how should actually one choose uh their own podcast topic or their niche you know because now people will say that I do podcasts on your interest or your passion but do you think when people do that it, it will always succeed okay because just let us know if it not then how to actually move on according to that yeah so i think like i'm not going to sugarcoat things you know mm-hmm. sometimes things just won't work it doesn't matter how much love passion energy time you put into it sometimes things just aren't meant to take off and and if you speak to you know even entrepreneurs of companies or whatever like like some people I've spoken to in the past yeah so yeah basically everything isn't always going to work out no matter how much you love something um if it doesn't have a wide enough audience sometimes it just won't work but also i think on the flip side of that going with your passion i I guess it's just the best way to go in the beginning and then you can alter it later because if you start something that you're genuinely interested in it will show. Um if you start something because you're hopping on the bandwagon of I don't know, let's take like 
quarantine chats or something like that, that that's kind of been like, I'm not, that's no disrespect to anyone that started a podcast about quarantine chats. I don't mean like that, but you know what I mean? If, if you, if you actively go searching for the trend and then just hop on it, if you don't have, if you have an interest in it, cool. Then you're, you know, you're you riding the wave. If you don't have a genuine interest in it and you just do it for the sake of it because you mm-hmm. think it's going to get you followers. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you're back, you're back. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of got stuck in the middle. Okay, no, no problem. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think you, you just can't hop on trends for the sake of it if you don't have a genuine interest because mm-hmm. it will just show straight away. So I think when picking your niche, well, I always say, um, I'm not really sure about the word niche because in terms mm-hmm. of podcasting because I do believe that what makes each podcast unique is... Um, its host which dictates its style so in my podcast you know I never wanted it to be about me it's not about me it's about the people that I bring on and their story I'm just there to facilitate their story being shared but having said that you know it's a person it's a very personal thing you're you're a one-person show you don't have a production team well some people do if they're lucky but um, (laughs) you don't have a production team you don't have researchers you don't have people to write your jokes or your lines or anything so everything that comes and goes into it is from you and each person is different so therefore just by default it's going to have a particular style that's dictated by the person that runs it so I I think that your podcast finds its niche not the other way around obviously in more general terms if you want to do podcasts about horses that's pretty niche Um, (laughs) but even still (laughs) in this day and age I feel like you're going to find a podcast on anything like if you think of something someone will have already probably done a podcast on that how am I going to make this different or whatever it will Mm -hmm. just be different by default because you are different from the next person that's doing it you know so just just go with whatever you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about what go back to your why think of the reason Mm -hmm. why you want to put a microphone in front of you or in front of someone else and because you know it's a lot of work once you commit as you know as well like there's a lot of stuff that goes into it so Unless you have a genuine interest in what you want to talk about, I would say finding niches, all of that stuff, make one thing. It's not going to happen if you don't have genuine interest in your space. Yeah, I guess, you know, because uh, the podcast that I'm actually doing right now is all about how to do podcast. My podcast yeah. is all about podcast itself, like, you know, how to pro- podcast deal with problems and everything and stuff. I, I can't really understand that. So, so two final things, you know, before going off that, this is kind of uh, stuff that I, one, one question is I actually got from another podcaster. He actually told me, ask this question in your podcast because it's kind of really good. The question is, uh, what's the, sorry, who's the last person that you actually made smile today? Oh, wow. I love that question. Um, <laughs> I guess you because I it's nine thirty in the morning. Here <laughs> yeah, in the morning. Me. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I was actually wondering. You would say yourself. You know, you woke up in the morning and saw in the mirror. You smiled yourself. I actually thought of saying yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm not that happy in the morning. I'm not a good morning person. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can feel and, that. Yeah, it's it's only like I think it's like what ten here. So I haven't. Well, not that I. I don't know in this weird kind of quarantine kind of not space but I'm gonna see other people today but um <laughs> yeah I think yeah would probably be you but I love that question that's that's oh. so nice I'm honored I'm honored by the way <laughs> <laughs>
That's great. So uh, the second question is that uh, this actually ask I always ask this, you know, my podcast is that what do you think is actually the best tip that you can give to a fellow podcaster in order to grow according to your version? Oh, growth is such a hard one because like I would never, <laughs> I, I've not cracked it yet. You know, I'm still like very small. Whatever, like, you know, whatever you've gone through for, because, you know, what you're doing right now is actually kind of good because you've interviewed many people and, you know, you have around th- more than thousand followers on Instagram. You have a YouTube page and many, many kind of LinkedIn stuff, I think so. So that's actually literally itself is growth. So it's your version. No problem. It's not that, you know, but people who are below you, so no problem. Well, yeah. Okay. So I guess leading off of what you said, use social media to your advantage, get on everything. If there's some kind of a platform that you can promote yourself on, get on it. You know, the the only thing I haven't really ventured into yet, because I just, I haven't figured out a strategy of like how to do it at TikTok. I don't know if you have TikTok. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Actually (laughs) India is the first, you know, country to use uh, the TikTok, like the number of users in uh, is the highest in India. So really, I, yeah, I, I actually know ah. all about that because <laughs> I mean, like, not many people actually use it for you know uh, the productive stuff, like you know, podcasting and stuff. But uh, for entertainment, it's totally yeah. booming. If you go and put hashtag India, trust me, the number of uh, you know people who are posted for that follows is extremely amazing. We have like vivid imagination of people. So I'm, I'm not exaggerating, but you know, coming out to the entertainment stuff, trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really I that Well, that's kind of half of my issue with TikTok is like, it's such a strange atmosphere, like strange environment. That I don't know what to do on it. Like I don't know how to go on it. Um, so yeah, that's something I haven't really cracked yet. Um, but having said that, yeah, just, just get on anything tell everyone that you meet about your podcast, like mm-hmm. shamelessly plug yourself because mm-hmm. you've put hard work into this. It's, it's a show that you're proud of. It's, it's never been embarrassed to tell people what you're doing. Um, it's, it's work, you know, it's a body of work that you've put time and energy into. You should be proud of it and you should just tell the world about it. So create content that, that relates to your podcast, you know, like give was something I watched something that Gary V said I don't know if you know um Gary V yeah yeah of course I know yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um um, and it was something along the lines of like you have to to give something back to your audience in terms of content so you have to Mm -hmm. create something that they can use to help themselves Mm -hmm. so think of ways to market your podcast that isn't just listen to my podcast listen to my podcast Mm -hmm. do that as well you need to do that too but I don't know, like create a video on, on tips or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you'll have to think of it yourself, but uh, not you just like in general, the audience. <laughs> yeah, the audience, <laughs> you need to think of it. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, like just get on everything. Shamelessly plug yourself mm-hmm. because you deserve it. You've put in the hours. Mm-hmm. So why not? You know, that's just yeah. what I've, found i guess it will, but if you know the secret to growth please tell me because <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know I, i'm i'm the uh, you know the guy who asked questions so you are the journalist right you challenged me <laughs> yeah. that you said so it's your your answer like it's yours so uh, guys uh thank you so much for listening to this podcast and uh, in this podcast we actually discuss a lot of many things a lot of personal stuff also so i'm i'm not going to leave timestamp on that but you can you have to listen to the whole podcast in order to you know get that good stuff out of it so the things that we have discussed like uh, you know uh, how to, uh, how to pick up podcast niche you know or your interest and uh, how to you know bring on guests and what are the expectations of guests and how to overcome that and uh, what are the mistakes that you could actually correct in order to you know uh, get into your podcast and it into people and 
no worries i will every single uh, thing in the time stamps below so you can you know get to that uh, as a part of this video and i uh, just one more thing i want to ask is that is there anything else you want to ask me that's <laughs> i forgot to ask <laughs> hmm um what do i want to ask you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what piece of advice what having been through um my platform and i don't know if you've listened to some of my stuff uh, yeah. what 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 advice would you give me um actually you actually do you know this audiograms kind of uh, you know picture right so my advice is create uh, more attractive audiograms like uh, okay. you know not just you know this uh, space and those stuff and uh, you, you don't do a video podcast like you know with your guest you don't do that yeah no uh work in progress <laughs> <laughs> okay so no problem then what you can do is you know uh, whenever you are talking like you know if you are talking take a you know a video of yourself from yourself inside itself because not just uh, if you guests don't talk that's fine but if you are talking take a video from yourself so that you know you kind of can people want to see more of people talking you know rather mm. than picture and uh, audiogram and subs going on so yeah i think that's one thing and um, your graphics is good graphics is you get a really like aesthetic feel you have that's good so only thing is that just get more kind of uh, people talking inside that so that's something that i actually like you know when podcasters come in instead of just seeing the picture running and stuff mm. if people are actually talking inside i think it'll be great and you're like putting on youtube as well so yeah i think i think that's the only thing i think okay cool thank you Oh, I I, I I literally kind of you know really uh, mumbled a lot because I <laughs> no one would ever ask me this question like you know what's your take on <laughs> you know, no one would ever yeah no one would ever ask me that so it's kind of hard to you know give review for that but um, no I yeah. want the honest feedback like I you know everyone wants to know what they can do to be better so that's really helpful because because obviously like I I can't see it from an audience yeah. member's point of view i see things a million times i listen to them a million times mm-hmm. like by the time it goes up i'm like oh enough <laughs> i've heard this so many times <laughs> so it's yeah. it's nice to hear from a listener what you would like to see more of so thank yeah, you yeah just you know just get your, yourself into the picture because the more people see the face of that you know podcast and stuff i think it will be really great so yeah i think All that's right. the thing thank you okay guys uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, i have given every you know link to her in the uh, how to connect with her in, in linkedin where there will be a list of things that she has done definitely go and check that out i really really appreciate you go and check that out and on your youtube page and her, uh, you know spotify link and everything is given in the link, uh, description so guys you can go and check that out and uh, lucy carol norris thank you so much for coming out to this podcast it really means a lot so guys i'll see you in the next podcast